Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. February 27, 2020, the Hoskins Verdict Overturned Edition. And we'll just start with that case, as reported by Dick Casson over at the FCPA blog. Lawrence Hoskins, who was convicted in November of substantive FC, or rather of uh, conspiracy to violate the FCPA and substantive money laundering allegations and a conspiracy to violate money laundering uh, charges, uh, was, had his FCPA-related charges overturned by the trial court. He, uh, Judge Janet Arton, Arterton acquitted Hoskins on seven FCPA-related counts. She let the money laundering counts stand. She granted the motion for new trial on a conditional basis in case prosecutors appeal her ruling and her acquittal is later vacated or reversed. So a uh, big win for Hoskins and two of his, um, or rather his counsel. So we'll have to see what the Department of Justice um, does with that case. Next up, uh, on the Wells Fargo $3 billion fine last week, 500000 of that came from the Securities and Exchange Commission. And it turns out that the chairman of the Securities and Exchange Commission uh, actually opposed that. Uh, so Hester Pierce, a Republican on the committee, on the commission, rather, uh, voted uh, to give Wells Fargo a free pass. So if you want to know what the Republicans want to do to the SEC, this is a clear sign that uh, uh, she wouldn't even vote to penalize Wells Fargo for their securities laws violation. If Trump wins a second term, it's pretty clear that he will just uh, gut the SEC by putting in Republican appointees who won't convict anyone of anything or even fine them. Because if you're going to let Wells Fargo go for their their conduct, it really doesn't get much worse than that. Uh, Along those lines of uh, Trump administration uh, initiatives into the Consumer uh, Finance Protection Board, the CFPB, uh, interestingly, apparently the CFPB now thinks it needs to protect those who hold debt, um, not understanding that their name of their... uh, Agency is Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. But uh, what they want to do is allow um, debt collectors who've lost the right in states to sue consumers after their debt reaches the statute of limitations um, to revive that debt, creating what consumer advocates call zombie debt. The CFPB estimates millions of consumers uh, are contacted about time-barred debt Uh, every year, and the debt collectors uh, should be able to continue to collect these, but they have to tell consumers up front that uh, their statute of limitations and consumer uh, uh, cannot be sued to recoup the money. Um, Obviously, this is a pretty bad proposal for consumers who are protected because uh, debt is time-barred, and you can clearly see what the debt collectors will do. They'll sell it for a nickel on the dollar and send it to someone who will use high-pressure tactics to try and collect it. So, uh, once again, um, the uh, CFPB now has turned into the debt collector's um, 
agency. And finally, uh, another rich white guy, tycoon type, has stepped down as chairman of his company after allegations of sexual misconduct. Here we had Peter Nygaard, Canadian retail tycoon, stepped down after his company's offices were raided for uh, human trafficking. So more on that. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening.